You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Come through, queen. I wanna see ya. Come through, queen. Hi everyone, it's Dan and Brendan, and this is Come Through, Through Queen. Queen. This is episode 68. You're a horror chef. Well, <laughs> I am what I am. Welcome to Come Through Queen. We're back and we've got a lot of ground to cover. Carol unfollowed Adam on Instagram. Have her five good summers been cut short? And did Jill finally get a hobby? And is that hobby mending fences with Bethany? We have the details about the Skinny Girls Olive Branch. And our mothers are back. Dallas finally premiered, and it is so, 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 so good. I watched it three times, and Dan watched it at least twice. And we've got recaps of the New York City reunion and a snooze fest sip and see in the OC. And since Dallas season two seems to be off to such a good start, we're deep diving the second seasons of the other cities. And of course, as always, we'll have our Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. Hi, Brendan. Hi, Dan. It's been a while. It's not been a while for us. I know, but it's been a while since we've been in this setting. Two weeks. We missed you guys last week. Last week we aired, we actually prepared before I went on my vacation. I know. And we recorded a special mini episode. We hope you guys like it. If you liked that sort of thing where we do a mini episode of one subject, let us know. And yeah. we'll try it again. Um, and if not, then let us know also. Yeah. Uh, Brendan, you were on a vacation too. I was on an island, scary island, with my family. No, I was, I was on Topsail Island in North Carolina. My entire extended family 
16 of us were in a house together. I feel like you didn't do as much unwell social media broadcasting as you usually do on these family trips. Yeah, like I was like sort of like leaving my phone charging in the corner and like really getting off that grid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Get off that grid. Um, what have you been up to? Uh, well, it, it feels like it's been lifetimes, especially with all that's going on in the news this past weekend. You came back to that. Yeah, I, yeah, I like popped right back into work on that. And as everyone knows, there was everything that happened in Charlottesville. And I think what we should leave it at is we are two people who fight white supremacy and we're going to continue to do so. For sure. And we're, when necessary, we're going to use this podcast to do so. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Um, but I think we should leave it at that. Let the true experts yeah, talk about it. And we should raise voices of people of color at this time. and Support do, that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but we did finally reunite just last night. Yeah. Unexpectedly. So, unexpectedly. <laughs> well, I, yeah. Unexpectedly, we were just going about our days. And we get a text from um, former guest Jamie Missy, who you all loved. She was on the Drag Race episode. Yes. Um and she was like, do y'all have any interest in seeing Sean Mendez? And, I mean, I'll be honest, at first, I wasn't, like, jumping out the window in excitement. But I, like, looked into it. First of all, it was at Barclays rather than MSG, so an easier stomp over for me. More difficult for me. Yes. <laughs> Secondly, Puth was opening. And I'm a Puther. I don't, like, I still don't know... To this day, I was in that arena, and I don't know a song. <laughs> I'm sorry, but he did like a five or six song set, and it was all the hits. And Sean had 19 songs, and I couldn't tell you the words to any of them. Stitches. I know, there was Stitches. There I was, Need Stitches, or whatever. There was the... The first song he did, I don't even know, was that the Love you, Keep You Better or Love You Better? Yeah, I, let's, I want to talk more about... Okay, first of all, Dan's behavior at this concert, and I think this is how he is when he goes to venues like this. So, first of all, we, me and Jamie walk up. We had a little drink beforehand. We walk up, and Dan is wearing a millennial pink Belenda shirt with Jesse Nelson on it, some, like, cool, clear glasses, like, trying to uh, fit in with the teens. I'm just one of the teens. We, at one point, he turned to me and he goes, I'm 30 teen. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like I blended in. People were checking my ID at the bar. Um, they do that for everyone, <laughs> as the nice woman informed us. And, you know, I was just trying to, like, have a good time. So, then the other thing about Dan in these venues, it's like... Okay. So... The way Barclays is set up, it's a circle, and all the vendors for food... Well, most stadiums. Yeah, except for that square stadium. Just kidding. Mm. Um, and it's a circle, and all the vendors for food. We had to do a lap and a half before we found what Dan wanted. And then, once all of us got in line and we started ordering, Dan didn't, couldn't have that anymore because there was cheese involved. Well, I, I 
like Carla Hall's little booth piqued my interest. She's from the Chew. I and take like, a, love to take a little time to enjoy the Chew. Another thing, as you walk around, you start to realize that every single place has basically the same it's stuff. It's basically the same thing, but like a slight remix on it. Like Carla Hall had like a special spicy seasoned like chicken finger or something. And, and then, no mac and cheese. And then I have to double back and get like a regular chicken finger with a mushy french fry. The, the french fries were too hot. I tried one oh, year. I know. It was like, me. Well, you know what? I was standing there waiting for my food for like 10 minutes. So they were definitely fresh out the, the grease. Um, but yeah, I do love to do a full lap because I don't want to miss anything. Except for the show. The show. Yeah. Like, except for the, literally <laughs> the show that we came to see. <laughs> we missed most of Poots. Uh, set. However, I did opt to get the Charlie Puth t-shirt while everyone else got the Shawn Mendes merch. I did not buy merch because I have never heard of these two young gentlemen <laughs> in my life. Um, one more thing. Observing teens in their natural habitat, a.k.a. a Shawn Mendes concert, is wild. We were behind four individuals who... I was watching them the whole time instead of watching the actual concert. Mm-hmm. It was a seemingly straight teenage couple very tall young man with a nice young woman nice young woman (laughs) they're like one friend and then like this other guy they were all together but they were living in different worlds yeah the couple in front of us like the girl was like grabbing his butt grabbing his butt all that stuff the girl in the middle sort of just was like there by herself almost because the guy on the end you looked at his phone at some point, and he had been filming the show for 25 minutes. Like, <laughs> he really wanted to save this moment. And I think we ruined it for him? Or, or we were definitely screaming. Well, your boyfriend ru- might have ruined this young man's experience. Yeah. With his antics. <laughs> uh, I mean, Alex definitely is pro- Alex and Jamie were definitely bigger. Are Shawn you Mendes. texting while we're recording this? Well, I was trying to like. Set, well, we're going away to the beach this weekend, so like, there's a lot of planning going on. So I was just chiming in to help out. But uh, but yeah, like all the teens filming the whole time, just like watch it. Are you gonna really go back and watch this stupid video? Like, take like one Snapchat, one selfie, one Instagram, yeah, and like cover your bases. Cover your bases. Like people will know you were here. Check in on Snapchat map, but, like, don't do the whole thing, kids. Yeah. Come on, kids. Like, enjoy your time. This is a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Or do what our friend Cody does, and he just holds up the phone, but, like, pays attention. Mm, 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 and then you get, like, an unwell thing of, like, Coldplay playing <laughs> Fix You. Uh, yeah. So, we ended up leaving after Sean covered Ed Sheeran's Castle on the Hill, which was my personal highlight. But he only did, like, the first verse. And I wanted to, like scream to the high heavens Mm -hmm. so then we left and got like more drinks and then we come to realize while we're at a beautiful bar in the in the area called cherry tree well we were already home oh after the fact okay i i couldn't remember yeah i was home seated on seated on the couch someone else i knew was at the concert and dm me i was like oh my god like i can't believe ed sheeran came out and i was like what (laughs) (laughs) yeah we miss ed coming out which like he should have come out like during noted, noted Caroline Manzo impersonator Ed Sheeran, <laughs> yeah. So that was that, but that was interesting. It's like An nice to look. go to a free concert where like you can feel just like sort of the freedom to do whatever you want, like pop in, pop out. Yeah. Like when we go to Gaga in two weeks or a week and a half, Ooh. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna be in that stand sitting pretty. I'm not leaving my seat. Well, also we're gonna be theoretically tailgating hours before. Yeah. So stay tuned for that report. Maybe we'll record something on the ground at City Field. <laughs> yes. Uh, so yeah. So that was the concert, and I think that's pretty much it for what's going on in our lives. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to the beach this weekend. Cowabunga. Jersey Shore, bitch. I love the Jersey Shore, bitch. Uh, but in there's a few news items that we should touch down on. Okay, so these are... Actually, the first two are reported in People.com, which is reputable. Yeah, pretty legit. Um, so... It's not wh- Miss, Mr. Rea- Mr. Real Housewife. Yeah, but what's going on between Carol Radswell and Adam Kenworthy? The Real Housewives of New York City star and the chef... First sparked breakup rumors last week after Radswell 50 unfollowed Kenworthy 32. Oh, sorry. 53. Unfollowed Kenworthy 32. I thought he was younger. um, On Instagram. Now, Entertainment Tonight. So, it's people reporting on Entertainment Tonight's reporting. Mm -hmm. Um, The two have called it quits. But a source close to the Bravo star tells people it's not that simple. (laughs) Quote, they took a break, but they still spend time together, says the source. This is like White House sources. It's never named. Yeah. Um, it's still unclear. It's not black and white. The truth is that they have an unconventional relationship. They're just in an in-between stage. He moved out, but he never really moved in permanently. Whoa. That's uh, like deep. And then um, the source pointed out that they took a trip right before the reunion. Um, which, which Tinsley was, was there, and we reported on this. <laughs> with Coupon Cabin. With Coupon Cabin. But it's not a conventional situation. And then a rep for Radzi declined to comment when reached by people. I'm sorry, but if they're in an in-between stage, that doesn't mean you go on and unfollow. Maybe she got tired of, like, his post. Can you, like, can't you, like, mute the story if he's, like, getting buck wild with the stories? I yes. Yeah. Um, but, like, my coworker Matt unfollows me when I say mean things about Britney Spears. So maybe it's like... So Adam said something mean about Britney Spears. <laughs> I always get, always get like a... Matt Lee followed you. I feel like on Instagram it's like so hard to even know what's going on with the following and the unfollowing well, and yeah, this and that. People had to have been like do a deep dive. Well there's... No, I think there's like a website that you can use to check. But like you can't figure it out easily like in-app. Mm. You know? Uh, so, and that's, I'm fine with that. I think it's time for Carol to spread her wings. These wings were made to fly. Well, and then she can resume her, like I said in the past, she's going to become sort of an aunt oh figure in Adam's Stop. life. And she's going to be part of the family. She's going to be at the family reunions. I want, like, like Carol and Lou to, like, have a single girls night out. I want Carol and Noelle <laughs> oh my god! No, who was I talking to yesterday or something when I said I want Ramona and Noel, Noel to get together because of that like last moment in the finale? He's a man. <laughs> uh, so let's move on to Bethany and Jill. Yes. So Bethany Frankel and Jill Zarin have barely spoken since finding themselves on opposite sides of a bitter feud that played out on the third season of uh, Real Houses of New York City in two thousand. Ten. Can you believe it's been seven years? I know. Which is funny. <laughs> we'll get to the part in the reunion where, like, Bethany bites Andy's head off for, like, asking about Jill every time. Oh, I loved it. Uh, but now it seems that the bitterness between them could finally be softening amid a crisis. 
Frankel had reportedly put aside the bad blood and reached out to her former friend at a time in need by sending a thoughtful gift as Jill's husband, Bobby, continues his battle with thyroid cancer. Uh, the gesture was made public by millionaire, million-dollar matchmaker star and Zarin BFF Patty Stanger, who dished on the skinny girl mogul's act of kindness and Bobby's help during a visit to Heather McDonald's podcast, Juicy Scoop, earlier this week. Can I, like, just one second say something <laughs> about this episode? Because I listened to it. It was the most insane thing. Patty Stanger talks a mile a minute and drops names faster than, like, anyone. She claimed that she was working on a movie with Kate Hudson. Like, like as, as, like, a producer or, like, a star? She was going to be in a movie about gold diggers with Kate Hudson and, like, uh, Sofia Vergara's husband was attached and, like, all this shit. Joe Manganiello. Yeah. So <laughs> I I would highly recommend not listening because you'll get whiplash. Yeah, you're getting the scoop here. So she said, <laughs> Bobby's dying. He doesn't have a lot of time, which is, like, a, a lovely thing to say as a guest on a podcast. This is not something to play around with. Network antics aside, me and Andy have been texting and emailing. And this last week, Bethany did send a basket of goodies to Bobby. At the end of the day, if you get sick, like Bobby, you need support, and we can all get sick. <laughs> True. Uh, so. She, and then she said, I'm sick of the feud. Yeah. I hope it ends. Bethany and I have a lot in common. <laughs> She's single. <laughs> like, same. Uh, it's not easy being a single woman. I don't care how much money you have. Batty, please. Um, actually, this is full circle. Because their feud started when Bethany didn't oh, reach Bobby's out. sickness. Yeah. Yeah. And this, like, all likely took place, like, shortly after the reunion was filmed. Right. Where Bethany was, like, shooting down, like, even a mention of Joe. Right. So, I mean, I don't... I read somewhere today someone commented on something that said, if Jill ever comes back, the show might have jumped the shark. So, I don't know if I agree with that or not, but, like, I don't need her. Yeah, I feel like this is fine. This is the perfect cast. Yeah. It's, like, the people who don't do as much, even out the people who do too much. Bring Jules back, though. Eight is fine. Yeah, well, eight, when they had eight, it was the, like, most iconic season. Yeah. When fucking Bethany came back and they had, like, every... Heather Thompson. (laughs) It was, like, every woman (laughs) in New York City was on the cast. Oh, yeah, so we'll see how that plays out next season. Uh, lastly in the news, Peter Thomas spinoff show. So Cynthia Bailey's ex is, isn't leaving Bravo anytime soon. Peter Thomas has reportedly started shooting a reality series for the network centered on managing his Charlotte, North Carolina hotspot Club One. Uh, producer Production insiders told TMZ, rumors, rumors surfaced earlier this year that the project had been greenlit and would be modeled after the highly successful... Uh, Vanderpump Rules. While the show is said to be in development, it is unclear if Cynthia will make an appearance. Her encounter with Peter at the opening of his nightclub was captured in the most recent season of Housewives. Was that when What's-His-Name showed up to confront Kenya? No. It's when she showed up to... He had, he had an opening. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember I was she just, came? I was yeah. confused because Peter was involved in that other yeah, scene, yeah, but yeah. it wasn't at the nightclub. Um, I, you know, we love Vanderpump Rules. Give us another Vanderpump Rules esque show. I don't want another Southern Charm. I want more restaurant antics. Have Evolution produce it. Call it Thomas Rules. <laughs> no, they need like a new branding. 
Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> That's the best I could think of. Um, I'm into it. Even though, like, I don't, like, love Peter as a person, he's, like, he makes for good television. Yeah, and, like, I like to see him sitting in that center chair surrounded by... Oh, yeah. Him and, him and Andy, like, talking to the kids. It'll be great. Him and Andy? Like, during the reunion. What? Like, when they shoot the reunion for the show. Oh, you know, like how oh, Lisa, oh, I was thinking of, like, oh, I was like thinking of, like, intro. the intro. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. See, we were in two I was like, different... yeah, bring Andy on the, on the show. <laughs> we're in two different spectrums of this show. Yeah. But considering all points of production. Uh, I do want to see Cynthia pop in, though. I think Yeah, and I think she would. To. She's, like, she, I mean, she doesn't care. It's, like, Peter who would be upset about her showing up. Yeah, and what's her daughter's name noel no everyone's no named noel <gasps> you know what i want to see i want to see noel get with noel oh my god double noel no noel, noel. that would be their relationship name like you sing <laughs> you have the to song sing <laughs> uh shall we move on to the shows this week yeah which we're gonna just get it out of the way okay oc needs to get its act together they need to do something we're, we are six episodes in, and there's been one good episode. Like, we were talking, Dan and I were talking offline yesterday, and he had a suggestion that send them on vacation or we lock them in the quiet woman. Yes. <laughs> close, it, close that restaurant down, lower the gates, and let them just like run rampant. Have Peter come in to manage it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Peter just brings in the wait staff, and serves them. Um, yeah, the sip and see, like... Well, like, the sip and see happened during the latter half of the episode. I can't even remember what happened in the beginning. I think, like, they were shopping for the... Yeah, they were in the... Okay, so two of them were in one store, which looked nicer. Mm. I think it was Shannon and Tamara. Then and then Kelly Vicky, and Vicky were yeah. in the poopy smell store. Oh, I think, which was really weird, didn't Kelly have a sit-down with... Shannon, like, yeah, impromptu, yeah, yeah. like, like Tamara and Shannon were like, you should speak to Kelly before this event. And they were like, it's tomorrow. We got to do it right now. <laughs> yeah. But it like sort of, I would have rather not, that not happen because once they got to the sip and see it, nothing happened. Yeah. Well, because it's, they're so like digging their heels in the, in the dirt. Yeah. I think, and I will say this again. Heather Debro leaving made like a centering, calming force that would sort of bring everyone together in a way that went out the window when she left. Now, well, they tried to replace around. it with Lydia as a center source, but like they don't respect Lydia. Right. Whereas like Heather was the one that they all like bow down to. Yeah. Now everyone's like running around with their heads cut off, and it's just like, and it's they're not even doing anything interesting. I hate it. Yeah. I hate this season. What number season is this? 11, I want to say. 11 is going to be cursed for all of the other franchises. I hope not. When we do a season 11 <laughs> deep dive in a, in a few years. Uh, I'm trying to think, like... I do have to say, though, there's been many OC seasons where it takes me, like, 10 episodes to get into it. Okay, yeah. So maybe when they go to Iceland. Yeah. Like, I remember uh, Megan's first season. It took me, like, two-thirds of the season to finally, like, 
dig my teeth into it. And you watched all of them at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good thing is that, like, we have two more weeks that have New York still on. Yeah. So, like, at least our weeks won't be a bore. I was literally falling asleep. I, like, couldn't take a note. I was, like, playing Hearthstone during it. I just didn't care. Okay, so let us know if we're wrong on our opinions I, on this. I don't but... think so. I feel like that's the consensus. Okay. Like, no one's hooting and hollering about OC in this economy. But you know what we are hooting and hollering about? Dallas. 10 p.m., Monday night. Andy, Bravo, why are you doing them dirty? Well, because last year they got off to a rougher start than most. Not, and I, like, I'm in the, I'm in the camp that believes that the show was good last year, but people had a harder time getting into it because there were certain things at the beginning of the season that I feel like were in. So, Alex, while we were watching, brought up a good point. This season, they know their housewives. Right. When they filmed, they thought they were the ladies of Dallas. Yeah. Which is, like, a different charity, boop, 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 like, Mm -hmm. trying to, like, create their own... What's, like, the word? Like, their own... Like, this is a housewives. This is, like... Franchise. Yeah. Their own... Yeah. So, like, they thought, like, by, like, talking about charity all day long, like, that was going to be their shtick. My fan fiction theory... Is that Leanne Locken like brought them all in a room, like closed the door and locked the door, and she's like, "Listen up, <laughs> we are gonna do it this season. We're all gonna we're gonna mix like mix and match the different friendships. We're gonna scream at each other. We're gonna like make up. We're gonna fight. We're gonna make up because that's like what you gotta do. You can't like hate each other the whole season." Right, season four of New York. And OC right now. Yeah. Um, Let's talk a little bit about the new characters we have, because they're good ones. Yeah, which, when we go into the season two deep dive, seems to be a trend. The season two additions usually work out. Yes. Yeah. Um, So we've got Cameron. With a K. With a K. Which is a very southern thing. You know that, like, you know that picture that always goes around online with the lady picking yes. out her yeah. children's names, that blonde lady, and it's all, like, normal names that are just spelled in, like, the most effed up ways? That's her. Yeah. Um, she is six foot tall. A her giant woman. Her husband is, what? 5'10", five, five, which, like, is fine. Is he 5'10"? I thought he was, like, 5'5". Five, five. No. He, I'm, wait. Six I, foot tall to 5'10", isn't that big one? Much big of a difference. So I, yeah, but they I, look like worlds apart. And they look worlds apart, but I wonder if she is not giving up the heels. She doesn't have to give up the heels. I know, but like usually when a woman is taller than the man, she'll like not go buck wild with the heels. Okay. I think he was shorter than 5'10". Because wasn't like... I let us know. know if we're wrong. Yeah, let us know if we're wrong. Um, she tried to cook a pumpkin... A pumpkin ravioli. A roasted pumpkin pasta dish. Didn't work out that great. Her house is very nice. Well, so it's the... Uh, her, her husband's name is Court. It's the Court... What's their last name? It's like something very... I don't know. I follow them on Twitter or her on Twitter. 
I know the other one's the Simmons, because mm-hmm. because Leanne was at the Simmons wedding. Westcott. Westcott, yeah. And both the Westcott's, Westcott's and the Simmons are very important people in Dallas, apparently. Yeah. So I went into a little bit of a deep dive. Like, mm-hmm. apparently both of these women were sought after for season one, mm-hmm. and they declined. Which makes sense, because... Like, they're not going to run to Ladies of Dallas. Right. But Housewives of Dallas is a whole other story. Yeah, totally. Um, what else about Cameron? One of her kids' name is Cruz. Cruz and Hilton. Hilton. Like, Paris. Yeah. And this isn't, like, the first Cruz child we've seen. Apparently this has been a trend in the past, like, five years to have a child named Cruz. I'm pretty sure one of Jules's kids is named Cruz. Yeah, but, like, this... Didn't this one have, like, the spelling, like, a cruise ship? Oh, it was, like, regular cruise, like, the, don't the they carnival usually, cruise. Don't they usually, like, spell it with a Z if you're naming your kid that? I, is it Heather Thompson's kid that's named Cruise, one of them? I feel like it Jules? could be both Jules and Heather. Okay. It w- I wouldn't put it past them. And maybe even Dorit has a cruise, too. What's Heather's main kid's name? Magnus? <laughs> Magnum Opus. <laughs> this, is, this is his name. Uh, so that's Cameron. She also wants to make pink dog food. Yeah, and it's like she the doesn't want blonde. people to eat brown food. Yeah, like um, she was like, imagine, imagine if you had to eat brown food all day. And I found that the story of like her and her husband's courtship interesting. Like she wasn't interested because he's shorter, and then he like brought her to a private plane for their first date or something or some nonsense it was like a third date but yeah oh yeah third yeah first would be a little psycho well yeah because her whole thing was like talking about like how she had no idea he came from means yeah and then like that changed the the game yeah so and and, but yet she still calls him the hobbit right (laughs) i'm more interested in deandra Mm, well she brings a whole cast of characters with her she's got her husband who Sometimes it's hot and sometimes isn't. Yeah, the light... <laughs> the light affects both him and Brandy. <laughs> I feel like they showed some, like, great pictures of, like, him, like, at work. And at war. And at war. And he... <laughs> well, his, his... He's, like, a Marine, I think? Yeah, but, like, that was at work. No, but too. now he's, But now like... he's a photojournalist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, no, but, like, and he looked really hot in those pictures, and he looks hot sometimes on the TV... But then sometimes you'll like get a weird double take yeah, and it's the, like the HD will creep up on you. <laughs> um But then she's got the mom. D D Deandra? I don't think I don't, I think oh, no. it oh, is. Oh no, she's Deandra. D Simmons and then Deandra Simmons. I think that was it. And her mom the mom is like she is you know do you watch Grace and Frankie? No. Okay, so she sort of reminds me of the Jane Fonda character in Grace and Frankie. Like, a mogul. No, she... You know who she reminds me of? Leona Helmsley. Are you familiar with that? Like, our access points are, like, going each way. No, this is, like, an early 90s, like, New York tabloid figurehead. Like, she looks very early 90s to me, is what I'm trying to say. Oh, yeah. I was talking more about, like, with the business and, mm. like, being somebody... Like, in Grace and Frankie, um, Jane Fonda ends up giving her business over to her daughter. And, like, yeah. June Diane? Yes. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. And that, that's, like, the big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked every part of that breakfast scene. Like, them getting ready for breakfast. Have you ever seen somebody so afraid in your life... And you find out that their mom's coming over oh. for breakfast. <laughs> that was delightful. 
Um, like, my mom would, like, if she came over for breakfast, she'd be, like, grateful if I just got one of those, like, boxes from Starbucks out of all the shit in it. <sighs> no, they're actually good. Oh, get out of here. Have you had one? Those, like, boxes, and you can, like, they'll have, like, they have different ones. They'll have, like, a protein box or, like... There's usually, like, a cheese involved in them, unfortunately, so I stay away. But also, I cook breakfast in the morning. Okay, damn. <laughs> Fucking get D up in here. She probably won't like your plates, to be honest. Mm-mm. Uh, okay. And we, and they did the flashback from the reunion of Leanne saying that she stood in the Simmons wedding. And like, this is the Simmons wedding that we've been wondering about. That was also illuminating because we're being fed that her and Deandra are best friends, but somebody doesn't say I stood in so-and-so's wedding if they're best friends. They say my best friend is... So and so. So she's close. Leanne's close enough to this person, but there's still some distance that, like, we're being made to seem isn't there. Mm. I'm fine with it because I think. Well, no, no. I just think it's. I'm just just pulling back the curtain a little bit. But I also think I read somewhere else that wasn't shown during this first episode. I think. Deandra and Cameron actually have like the strongest alliance out of anyone because they both come from like those families probably. no but they're actually like very close friends and they're, and they're just like signing up to like you go with this one you go with this one and then like it'll all play out oh nice um, let's talk about other things so as has been teased Brandy and Stephanie are broken up um, and I like still don't have an in- my entire head around like why it was like a Bravo blog. Yeah, it's because Stephanie's hooting and hollering about Brandy's marriage. Right, which like we were all watching too, and we know. Yeah, but it's not like Steph and Travis have like the greatest thing going on either. I know with all those lists and this and that. Well, I think the thing is like Brandy and Steph's husbands get together. They both don't like their wives that much and they get together and like drink and probably talk a lot of shit about like this whole thing yeah and yeah so they just need to like well I I I like it where it stands right now Leanne and Brandy LeBrandy (laughs) is that the fan name? (laughs) um the two of them I think for now is an excellent friendship because it doesn't make sense oh yeah but it's it's so good truly a friendship of convenience yeah but Like, you know the spoiler. That, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Stephanie and Brandy are now friends again. Yeah. But it's also like... Like, we knew, we saw that coming, which... But, like, we knew knew Luann broke up, but the reunion was still great. True, but, like, I feel like it's a different beast, because, like, I don't think everyone watching Dallas, like, is reading all the... Like, like, Tamra Tattles or whatever. Whereas, like, Lou... And, and Tom, like, breaking up is, like, being shouted from the rooftops. Yeah, truly. Uh, so... By rooftops, you mean page set. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what else is it? So, Carrie, I thought, like, we we started high with her last year, and then, like, went down, and then the the complete valley was the reunion, where she was really putting on a lot. Right. But I thought she, like, was better this, this season. You don't think so? She could be off the show. I wouldn't care. Like, non-events. Just give me the main five right now. Well, she's serving as the intermediary, 
right now. But like she's serving it in a way where she's nothing. Mm. She's not doing a Heather Debro. She's not even doing a Lydia. She's doing a. Well, I think you know what she does serve a purpose because Steph is like a is like clearly scared of like confrontation. Mm-hmm. Like she's like sitting there like a shaking deer, and like Carrie's the one who'll be like, "Why do you have to speak for Brandy? This or that." That was that was my fa- my favorite part of the whole episode, and there were a lot of highs. Like I loved meeting the two new wives, but my favorite part was Leanne speaking for Brandy, being behind her, just being like, "Oh well, I'm gonna, like, sh- she'll text you. Yeah, you have a phone for a reason. <laughs> you had you had two legs last time I checked. Like my voice doesn't go as deep as Leanne Lockins, but it was like Brandy was not saying a word, and it was perfect well i think it's i think it's also great because like you can tell those two had a real friendship oh yeah because they're acting like friends would if a bunch of cameras were up and like they need to reunite as friends Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so that's good yeah but also i wanted to mention like we've had a few seasons of some of the housewives where like episode one we don't even get them in the same room Mm -hmm. like you gotta get them in the same room episode one or else, like, I don't care about, like, catching up with, like, what's going on in their families and stuff. That's for a, that's for a block. Right? The first eight minutes, we can catch up with the families. That's yeah. it. Yeah, that's And, fine. like, we spent a little longer this time with Dallas because we had two new wives, but they still got us to being in the same room with everyone. But that was more of an intro rather than a catching up. Right, no, 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 that's yeah. what I'm saying. And, like, they did it fast and they did it interesting. Yeah, this felt like... It was zooming by. OC felt like it was three hours long. Right. Uh, anything else? Let me think. I mean, I love Steph's husband, Miss <laughs> Steph's husband Travis, misidentifying Squirtle. Did you notice Squirtle? And was he goes, a, "It's a turtle." It's yeah. a turtle. <laughs> I knew you were gonna fucking bring that up. <laughs> uh, I also wanted to point out it was interesting that the two new ladies. Got a scene together, which I feel like is not common when like new people come into the show for them to just be like given the right. The but I like it so because that, like you said, they're gonna serve us them as actually being really yeah. close in yeah. the future. And I think oh, the preview for next week felt like a season preview to me. Like when I was watching, I was like, oh, is that like next episode or the whole se- like season of coming out? So I was like, no, it's next next week's episode. episode. <laughs> so. Dallas, thank you. Um, hopefully, I'm waiting for my call from Leanne. Mm. Hopefully, when she goes on Watch What Happens Live, I'm somehow in the picture. You'll see the new studio. I, like, it could happen. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like she, like, treasures that time spent with you. She barely registers me, but, like, she knows, like, she's like, oh, he's got more than, like, a thousand followers on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Like me. I can use that to my advantage or something mm, like that. Mm. Yeah. I'm waiting, Liam. Can't wait. I mean, we get the hot dog costume next week. I can't believe it's come so soon. <laughs> it's, like, it's like how we got Not Well Bitch, like, episode two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of, is it time to get Not Well? Bitch. Comma, bitch. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So we watched this, like, on the heels of Sean Mendes. <laughs> I got home at... 11.45 and had to turn it on <laughs> because 
The train took so long. I'm not even kidding you. And this is why I take the two three instead of the R or whatever mm, we took last night. Yeah, the two three goes that, yeah. express, and then the one I can switch over at forty second. It's like a minute behind usually. Got roped into the R. It was like. What time did you get home? Like 10.45? Right, <laughs> probably. <laughs> uh, but... Did you get... Wait, did you get the treat that you wanted? I didn't get the treat. But As we were leaving the bar, you were like, I just really want a treat. I wanted tacos, but it was closed. I forgot that they only stay open like super late, like Friday, Saturday. Mm. So I ended up like, just scrounging up, making some shit at home. A Lara bar? Mm, no. A little like, pasta side dish. Okay, let's get back. Let's get into New York. Let's get into New York. Alex went to sleep. I I fired up the PlayStation View, started New York, and I had my headphones plugged in. So you could connect, you could plug in the headphones to the controller, like laying on the couch. Why? Because Alex was sleeping? Yeah. He thought it was going to be too loud? He's like a light sleeper. There's a door. I know. Uh, but that's besides the point. <laughs> there seemed, I don't know if like, if this was a headphones issue or a, like a live watching the issue but in the early parts of the episode did Sonya's mic seem to be off a little bit like I don't think so I don't know I also watched like after what did we have we had a frozen <laughs> cocktail a double kettle and soda a beer a beer and, and two, two more vodka sodas yeah, it was a nice <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so I mean I feel like back in the day, I used to, like, look forward to reunions so much. But in terms of, like, talking about it on this sh- podcast, it's, hard it's kind to of boring because we're just talking about the same thing over and over. But I still feel like this was a great reunion episode. Yeah. I thought off the bat, I want to say that I thought Bethany was sort of a star this episode. Well, she was carrying that side of the couch <laughs> because yeah. Carol and Dinsley said two sentences each. Yeah, I mean, Carol chimes in a lot, but, like, no one ever focuses on her. Yeah. But, like, her energy's good for the show because it keeps people grounded. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like, when... Oh, did you see when, like, the clip of all of Jorinda's drunken rants was on and Carol just goes, I love her, and it had, like, a little bit of a subtitle for it? Mm. Yeah, I didn't see that. I, I loved it. I want the new Power Alliance next year to be Dorinda, Carol, and Tinsley. I'm fine with that. <laughs> they're like a, they're like, hair color wise, they're like a, an elfin cookie. Not an Oreo, but like. <laughs> oh, the opposite. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got the usual, like, Andy berating a woman about, like, the work that she's had done to Ramona. It's like, you've asked her every single time, and, like, her answer is always the same. It's Dr. Sharon Geezy. We've all watched the show. But also, like, Ramona looked beautiful during the reunion. Right, they said it on the show. They were like, she makes 60, like, look like something it's never looked like yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I think also, like, the lighting, this reunion. Remember last year's reunion? The lighting seemed, like, dark. Mm-hmm. Well, they all looked very, they all looked very tan and, like, glowy, which this, is good. This year? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm glad that we were openly talking about the production lights. Because remember how, like, in terms of the Berkshires. Oh, well, yeah. The show, on the show, Dorinda couldn't break the fourth wall, but, like, Ramona was breaking it in her blog. Yeah. But at the reunion, they can break it. Yeah. Because it's not like we're in the zone. We're talking about the zone. Exactly. Which is 
it works in New York still because that was such a small issue, but Beverly Hills, because of all your stuff that happens behind the scenes, oh, yeah. so annoying. you need to Teen Mom OG it. I'll say it a thousand times. Get me on the horn with Andrew because he definitely muted me. Uh, yeah. This, so this reunion moment is one of my favorite moments because we're not talking about the season. We're talking about a side piece, which is... Bethany bringing up the assistants in the elevator with Ramona from the night before. I was screaming at the top of my lungs. It was so unexpected. <laughs> she was like, you've known Julia for four years now. And Julia's the one who went to Michelle Collins' show that we went to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And also, that's interesting. <laughs> they all... I don't know if they always do this. I don't think they always do. But they all stayed at the same hotel the night before, it seems. At least three of them. Interesting. Because Bethany, Lou, Ramona, and Lou. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want to peek behind that curtain. Yeah, I didn't piece that all together, but I think it makes sense because I think they have to be there, like, first thing in the morning. I want to, I want to, like, next time I would love to see it be pulled back to the night before them arriving at the hotel because I just want to see. I think Sonia was in the hotel, too, because wasn't there, like, Snapchat or, Snap, Snapchat or Instagram footage of, like, them hooting and hollering while they were filming the reunion, like beforehand, like in a hotel room? Was that my imagination? Well, I mean, they always get their makeup done somewhere, and it must have been in a hotel room because they were at a synagogue. Mm. Which I... Every time they kept on saying the synagogue, I was like... <laughs> I was like sort of confused yes. by that. I, I had no idea what was going on. And because I've heard of like... so. This is a little bit of an off-topic thing, but the Logo Trailblazer Awards, which is like an award show about LGBT Mm. stuff, they always do it in a church. And that makes sense because they're like honoring, empowering LGBT stuff. But like a housewives reunion and like a a place where people practice their faith is like something (laughs) is interesting. So... After the like whole assistant debacle, which also I want to quickly point out when Andy brings up that Dorinda like hangs out with Kevin the driver and she she like smiled so happily. Like, where do you think they hang out? Like, I'm Adam Paulette. Can someone tweet Bethany and Dorinda and ask because Bethany doesn't like me meaning she blocked me um so i can't ask her myself but if somebody could tweet at bethany and ask her where dorinda and kevin hang out because mm. she said she didn't say have hung out she it's said like an ongoing thing she said hang out and dorinda acknowledged it mm. okay uh so then andy asking bethany a jill Zarin question loved it and bethany losing her mind <laughs> And she's, I'm like, her first one, she's like, with all due. <laughs> you B.I. You B.I. <gasps> Can I say one thing? My sister? It B.I. must be a thing. No, get out of my here. My sister used it during vacation. And my sister watches Housewives in and out, but she's a Bethany fan, so it's not like she would repeat something Ramona said. Yeah, it's almost like the wrong team. So... B.I. must be a thing. For people who, like, don't like to curse? Yeah, and it's, like, a more interesting way to say it. Like, (laughs) B.I. I I don't know. Uh, And then someone... I think Bethany was the one who said it. She said, no one in 
on this couch is in a relationship. And at the time, Lou was still married, and Dorinda is, like, in a lovely relationship with John. No, it was everyone on the couch is in a relationship. <laughs> because they talked oh. for a while about Ramona being with that guy, and oh, Andy asked him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're so I'm so dumb. Well, this just goes to show the, the notes I was taking post Sean Mendes. <laughs> Tinsley, Adam, oh, yeah, Dennis, yeah, 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 Ramona's yeah. man... Sonia must be with Frenchie, or at least she's well, pretending to be fiction. John and Tom. Mm-mm. And now, since the reunion, two of those might be done. Yeah. <laughs> it all falls apart. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and Bethany, at some point, said, no one on these couches in a relationship that's so rude to Dorinda is what you just said. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm most concerned with. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I forgot about Carol and Tinsley. <laughs> anyway, when they start talking about the Holland Tunnel Easy Pass and 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 Sonia wearing the pajamas, I forget. Like, I, that felt like one thousand years ago. Well, yeah, I mean, the pajamas was Berkshire's, but the Easy Pass was right at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Which, like, the fact that, like, come on, New York is so good. They have so much to talk about. Yeah, it's so great. It's so great. Every episode. Um. Oh, that just made me sad because that means like we're on the reunion already, and we're gonna have to wait so long. I know it's the next season. The only other thing that I noticed is like <laughs> Ramona was like smiling when Lou accused Ramona of bringing Missy to places. She was like so <laughs> happy with herself. <laughs> uh, Missy, part one of three. So good. Like, I watched it last night at midnight, but, like, remembered more than Dan, who took notes. I watched it twice. <laughs> um, so, let's... Should we put on our scuba suits? Yeah, let's do a deep dive. It's been a minute since a deep dive. So, we wanted... It's sort of random to do a season two deep dive, but then, like, once we put it out on Twitter, we got in, like, so much response of people sending us, like season two moments of each franchise that we are going to talk about a little bit. So let's sort of go in order maybe of like when each premiered. Sure. So OC, I think is the most difficult to talk about because like, I don't remember. Well, OC was still in its early, it was like the, the first season doesn't even feel like a season. Mm -hmm. It was only like 10 episodes. I think it was mostly about Joe. And then Joe's gone. Right. And then uh, also that woman who, like, disappeared after the first season. Kimberly. Kimberly? Yeah, Kimberly Bryant. Bryant. She yeah. moved to, like, the Midwest. Yeah. Um, but season two... So, first we have to give a little bit of credit to Ben Pollock, who we've discussed on the show before because he has the Tumblr that has every... Real Housewives title card ever. Yeah. Which I think we nudged him into doing. You think so? Via the internet. But it's and like a beautiful project. Yes. Beautiful project. I have it literally on my on my bookmarks bar on my computer <laughs> next to AGC main page blind items, which you know is my favorite website. Yeah. You and Alex both. <laughs> so he pointed out, and he's point. he brought up a lot of good points throughout this yeah. thing, so we'll reference a few things sure. that he said. But, um... Vicky Gunvalson yelling into her cell phone about them the sending van. a little family van when they were supposed to send... A van for their luggage, I guess? Yeah. 
Which is my one of my favorite parts of season two. And that comes that still comes up. I think that's a rare OC early on thing that comes up a lot. Yeah. Like we'll get a family van flashback of like a montage of Vicky being unwell. Yeah. That's usually where it pops up. <laughs> yeah. And it like pops up in like all the because they love doing like anniversary things for OCs. Mm-hmm. It pops up for those. Season two, I think, was Quinn Fry. No, not Quinn Fry. Uh, the one with the wig. Quinn Fry. That's Quinn Fry, yeah. She only had a wig later down the road. I know. <laughs> During the, the wine throwing episode. Yeah. Season two still... Uh, OC it was, was before it's like... Before they realized what a housewives were. They were pioneers, OC. Yes. <laughs> they were... They were still getting on their feet. It's the holidays. It was the Wild West. We give them a lot of props. Um, but yeah. So let's move on to New York City. Mm-hmm. My playgrounds. Um, so, New York City, we got introduced to... Kelly Kaloran Ben-Simone. Kelly Kaloran Ben-Simone. This has some of my favorite moments in Housewives history. We get introduced to her, and she's literally running in traffic down up Fifth Avenue. Yes. Among cabs. And this was, like, an iconic Housewives rivalry between Bethany and Kelly. Yeah, and it was back when... New York Housewives spent a lot more time in the Hamptons back then. Yeah. Um, now we have the Berkshires, so who needs the Hamptons, really? Yeah. Um, so it was like, the first part of it was the Hamptons. And I think this is where Alex and Simon rented that home. Oh, yeah. And, and they I- were like shuttling back and forth between like, was it Jill's home and Ramona's home? Mm-hmm. Because Jill had that beautiful home, too. This is the season. I'll never forget how it started. It started with a page six item. Mm. And it was like Bethany and Jill at Jill's home opening up page six. And there was this huge article about the housewives. Yeah. And it went into how people thought that like Simon was an alcoholic, like all this other stuff. It was like, it really set the tone for stuff that we still go through now. I mean, it's all about page six. Yeah. But also this was the season that's like, the high point of the roller coaster of like Bethany and Jill. Because like this is where they become like like soul sisters. Yeah. Hey soul sister. And there's like Bethany getting advice from Gloria in the kitchen while she's like cutting fruit. Um a softer Bethany back then. Before like life brought her down. Yeah. But I mean amazing season. Because also New York season one was a quick like a quick jaunt. A quick jaunt, like an eight-episode jaunt. Yeah. Um, one last thing about New York, or two last things. First of all, the chunky monkey, the brass monkey. Mm, that yeah, iconic fight, location. You're up here, and I'm down here. You're up here. Why? That entire fight was so good. And we're not friends. Mm-hmm. And then the finale episode. Madonna wasn't that also the Madonna? Yeah, Madonna. Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday, Madge. <laughs> Her birthday was yesterday. Oh, okay. Um, she's not a star. She's not a star. I said that in a meeting yesterday. She only had one hit. Stop. <laughs> the power of goodbye. Um, but then we had the finale episode that brought us the iconic Ramona line to Simon. You're just like a tutu, <laughs> a foo-foo, a tutu foo-foo. Yes. 
And then Simon's Red Pants, and then Bethany and Jill fought over, like, plate sign placement for the bar, because this was, like, the first outing of Skinny Girl. And that was the beginning of the end, I think. The beginning of the end. Even though they had that fight, and then they made up by the time they were reunion there, but that was, like, the first, like, crack in the soul sisterhood. Right. So great. Season two of New York is so great. Season two of most of them were actually yeah. so great. Let's move to... I couldn't figure out... Did it... Atlanta, Atlanta. Premiere, premiered before. It was Atlanta, then New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this... So Atlanta, the problem with this is, like OC, feels 1,000 years ago. Deshaun Snow left. Candy Coated Knights joined. This is when... Season 2 of Atlanta is when it started, like, getting on my radar. Because I was still in college then, and, like, in college it's hard to watch TV. Yeah. I think other people would disagree, but, like, there's so much going on. I think it depends on, like, what your college experience is. But I wasn't, like... I was was more of, like, a social TV Mm -hmm. person. Like, if, like, everyone's, like, hooting and hollering about Grey's Anatomy. Right, right, right. Um, So, I think the first tweet in response to us putting this out there that we're about to do the subject was Mm -hmm. um, from Jasmine Machine, who wrote... This is funny to me. Five words that will last a lifetime. And guess what those five words are, Dan? What? Who gonna check me, boo? Mm-hmm. That was that season. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. You know, people love who gonna check me, boo. I mean, Sheree's like, still stel- selling shirts. I know. <laughs> but like to me, it's not as iconic because it's not between two housewives. It's like her and an outsider. Okay, but you know what was between two housewives? Three housewives and Michael Lowen. Yes. Was the I shifted her wig. I shifted her wig. <laughs> Another iconic charade moment. I can't believe they ever let her go. I know. What was the like? Did Nini just want her out? Was that it? It was after like their big fight, like the Trump check fight. Yeah, she and Nini must have held all the power back then. Yeah, but. This is another subject, but Atlanta is also really good about like shifting people up and like weird friendships come up yeah. and oh, yeah. that sort of thing. So there was that. What else we got? And then a couple of people sent this one quote that I like actually never remembered from what? Nini. Is your wig squeezing your brain too tight? Heifer. Heifer. Yeah. <laughs> and this was the season. This must have been the season that had the Watch Weapons Live episode with Kim. Calling in? Yeah, with Kim calling in. Close your life to married men. Yes. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Beautiful? Beautiful franchise. Yeah, because this is when Watch Rappin's Life started coming on and Dwight was... Wasn't Dwight the first guest? No! Daniel Stop. Yeah, which yeah, yeah, we're yeah. getting into right now. New Jersey season two. So this was peak Danielle Sob unwellness. Okay. When she was like touting around Danny. We can actually talk about this without looking at anyone's references because there was so much. So first of all, we get Danielle Staub. First, in the beginning of the season, Dina Manzo's still there. And she's scared off. She's scared off by Danielle Staub, (laughs) who spends the first episode driving, passing by the party that Dina is throwing for her charity and like complaining to her daughters about why she wasn't invited. I think this was Caroline's sheriff party. Oh, I thought it was benefiting Lady Bug. No, Lady Bug usually happens later, I think. No, this was the sheriff party. Okay. I'm, like, pretty sure about that. Okay, but Dina was the planner for it, and Danielle was driving by to see what's what, because she wasn't invited. We get Kim G introduced this season. Dan's texting again. Look at me. 
<laughs> we get Kim G. We get Kim G. Um, we get Kim D. Introduced this season. We get Tommy. Mm-hmm. We get the fight at what came first? The fight at the posh fashion show or the fight at the charity event at um, at uh, what's it called? Where the Manzo Zone. The Brownstone? The Brownstone. The Posh Fashion Show is at the Brownstone. No, the Posh Fashion Show was at another country club that year. Oh. It was at a country club, not at a, like, event space. Mm-hmm. Um, what did we get first? I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. Um, we have the Posh Fashion Show, which was one of our first chase scenes that we've ever gotten. The Fast and the Furious. The Fast and the Furious. We have that woman saying, like, what does she say when they pass? This is fucking bullshit. This is fucking bullshit. Or was that the woman at the RNC? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. It could I think she could have just been repeating what the woman at the Posh Fashion Show said. <laughs> she was a she was a super fan? <laughs> yes. It was the woman here. <laughs> Maybe you saw like a meme matchup. It was probably a T Kyle <laughs> production. Um we have one of the most iconic reunions in Housewives history at the Borgata. It was filmed shortly before or after I had a one night stand at the Borgata. <laughs> <laughs> Teresa physically abusing Andy. And also Danielle Staub like strangely showing up like she's going to the club. Yeah, she was in a sequin <laughs> miniskirt. <laughs> and like a t shirt. And yeah, like a, a like oh. what what people call used to call wife beaters those kind of shirts. Mm. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Um, and backstage was a lesbian superstar Lori Michaels mm. At, showing support yes. for Danielle. Yes. Um, I mean people regard season two of New Jersey as like the pinnacle of New Jersey. Well, definitely. Like that, and between that though, and also like Teresa losing her mind at the baptism with yes Florida. once. Season three and four were, like, still, like, taking the momentum from season two, adding some new players with some explosive moments and bringing it on. But, yeah, season two, which is why, I mean, like, Danielle stops coming back. When are we getting a trailer? You know, people were whispering that... It's you're talking about those unwell Twitter accounts that make shit up. People were whispering that we were going to get something during part one of the reunion of New York. Did I miss it? I fast-forwarded through the commercials. Uh, I usually... I can't have missed it. No, like, I'll spot something during a commercial, because when we saw the coupon cabin, we weren't watching live, and I, like, certainly paused for that. Yeah, but you were a little lit up. (laughs) We watched... (laughs) I watched New York twice. Uh, Shall we move on to Beverly Hills? From one iconic season of one franchise to another, probably almost the pinnacle of Beverly Hills... Yeah. Although some people, like, argue season one of Beverly Hills is also... Right. But, like, this was building, and then we had... Okay. This was the season that started with us having to deal with the death of Russell Armstrong, which was, like, a lot. And... Because he he appears during this whole season. And I don't know if you remember, but, like, people in the world were calling for them to not air it, to cancel the show, cancel all All Housewives. Where would we be now? True. Um, people were appearing on, like, HLN. Like, I think, like, Jane Velez Mitchell was, like, calling for them to cancel the show and, like, all that mm-hmm. kind of shit. I think this was around the same time D 
DC had aired, and so they were like pointing to so many things that were like, this is like bad for our nation. Yeah. Um, little did they know we would be where we are now mm-hmm. um, with that man. Um, but there's so much that happens. I think one of them. So Ben, who we mentioned earlier, sent us some of the more lighthearted ones mm-hmm. that are like tiny little iconic moments, like when. Adrian Maloof didn't know how to wash a chicken and she used soap when she had like a she had like a cooking class with Lisa for some reason but you don't need to wash a chicken like period well like rinse it do you you rinse it? I think it was like a chicken that like needed to be rinsed out in it's like innards oh the innards okay Um, I just used the word innards Um, the giblets we have Camille remember remember the party at Muhammad's house where they had the people dressed up as mermaids, the mermaids yeah. and Camille she's going, just flopping around. She's just, wow, she's really flopping around. <laughs> <laughs> um, Which is like an iconic reaction gif for whenever like someone's flopping. <laughs> <laughs> we have the introduction of Dana Pam. Mm, I can't believe that's season two. Well, yeah, her and Brandy. Yeah. Um, but. Dana didn't stick around, but we did get, did you know, 25,000 pointed yeah. to her sunglasses. And, and then slut pig. And then my favorite part after the slut pig confrontation happened was Dana sitting Kyle down and going, we're together forever. That's what we're about. Always have been. Everybody. <laughs> which is very like, now that I read it again, it's very all lives matter, which is troubling. <laughs> oh my God. Um, and then Alex brought up like he's a Linda Thompson super fan for some reason and he loved the little Malibu party that she hosted she didn't host it Brandy hosted it she was a guest I was just kidding um and that was the fight between between Taylor Armstrong and Dee Dee for some reason Mm. that I always thought was iconic because it was like Dee Dee was offending Camille with more fervor than like I would defend my child Mm -hmm. not that I have a child um and then we have all of Taylor's breakdown Taylor's in a suitcase. Oh my god. Taylor Swinton is in a box. If you can't be my friend, please don't be my enemy. But now we said it, Camille. That was the reunion where Taylor said, talked about her husband wishing her a happy birthday. And it was like, he said, Uh, happy birthday, uh, asshole. Fuck you, you. Some fucking psychotic bitch or something like that. Which is like a go-to for many people when it comes to Facebook birthday messages. You can say a go-to for Brendan. (laughs) <laughs> uh yeah so that's beverly hills so that brings us to miami so this is what scares me about dallas a little bit miami season two is so good dallas season two looks like it's going to be good it's like can it be enough miami was originally going to be a different show dallas was originally going to be a different show mm-hmm. so like can are people are, is the buzz gonna come where people are gonna actually watch this? Yeah, and is Bravo setting each up to fail? Right. Because I, you know, I feel like they never got behind Miami. Yeah, though they did. The production level of season three was like insane. Even season but two improved a lot. Like, yeah, but two season and three, one seems like two different shows. Season three, they like introed it like a movie almost. Remember like those like weird sweeping shots and like you'd be in like a convertible with Joanna Krupa. Well, it was also like the War of the Brides like movie time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Miami brought us a thing that actually works out well for a lot of franchises. I think. Just throw as many wives as you can at it and see who yes. sticks. 
But if, I mean, from, of all the franchises, Miami season one and Miami season two seem like the biggest difference. Like right. the biggest jump in like production value, enjoyability, everything. Right. So a few moments that we got in Miami, the iconic lingerie party, lingerie party that ends up in assault. Yes. Um, we got, what else did we get? We got introduced more to a couple side characters. Well, Mama Elsa like took a bigger role in season two. Mama Elsa was on the show probably more than Marisol. Yeah. And at that time they were also like, they gave Mama Elsa like a web series. Oh my God. Habana Elsa. And they would like drive her to New York because she refused to fly. Yes. Yes. Um, we got introduced to Lauren Foster the first, like, trans cast member on A Real Housewives mm-hmm. show, which was interesting in her feud with um, Elaine Lancaster. We got introduced to... A trompeta. We got introduced to... Anna. View co-host Anna. Stop. <laughs> there was a brief time when Dan and I were actually lobbying ABC. Yes. For... <laughs> we were shouting from the rooftops. Um, Give Anna a seat at the table. Who else? We had Karen... Karen, the flop. Yeah. Lady Gaga's favorite housewife of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that, that's like my favorite fact about Karen. <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is that Lady Gaga is a Karen super fan. Did she just like point with her, with a blindfold <laughs> on? Yes. And like when she was, did she say that on Watch What Happens Live? Yes, yes. And yes. it was like after, wasn't it after Karen was already off the show or something like that? Or was it when No, was I think it was just like, like, Either while it was still airing or just after it aired. And like Gaga was maybe like that Natasha Leone wig was squeezing her head too tight. <laughs> oh my god. Um, a great reunion with like memorable lines like, on my back. Well, they finally took it out of the, the clubhouse and into the. Because season one yeah, yeah. was in the clubhouse. Yeah. And into the studio. I like. They're still doing Below Deck in the clubhouse, and it's just like. What, do something else. Well, this was like a pre-taped Clubhouse event. Like, when they did Miami, that was a live shit show. It was show. a lot. It was horrible. Yeah. Um, Miami season two was great. That's why it got season three. And then, and then may it rest we are. in peace. So... I feel like there's probably still a housewife out there from Miami lobbying for a season four. Marisol's <laughs> just, like, jumping around to each city as a friend of... True. Uh, so then this brings us to Potomac and Dallas. Well, Potomac just ended. Y'all know how enthused we were about that. Like, talk about just flopping around. Are there whispers of, like, season three starting to film soon? I feel like it usually starts, like, soon after... I haven't heard a thing. A- anything. Because, yeah, if you think about it, it should start soon after, because... They filmed it, like, ten years ago, I feel like. Right, and, like, if we're going on, like... New York's the schedule that I have most in my brain. Mm. Going to New York, after it ends, we'll probably have, like, what, a month off, and then they'll start filming? Yeah. Potomac, sorry. I won't be sad, I don't think. Yeah. I won't mourn it like I do Miami. And speaking of Dallas, what Dallas did right in its second season, they brought on two new... So far, it's only been an episode, but they brought on two new housewives who... Are actual like Dallas Queens, Dallas Queens wealthy women. They shipped in Monique, and she like and she moved to Potomac like in the season finale. I don't want a storyline where you're like moving here, brand new. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
And she has no connection to anyone. I don't even remember, like, how, like, Mumblemouth knew her. Who's Mumblemouth? Uh, Charisse, the worst housewife ever. <laughs> Isn't Mumblemouth what people call that person from Southern Charm? Like, oh, yeah, Landon, too, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, if Potomac comes out, I'll still watch it. I mean, we have to do our Unless duty. Unless I forget. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. It doesn't bode well. But, Dallas, we are tuning in excited excitedly and then just like a like a little bit of a special mention i think vanderpump rules had like a great second season oh yeah yeah for sure yeah in the bravo world and gallery girls could have <laughs> give them a reunion Andy. <laughs> uh so i think it's time for the freak of the week and the one true queen sure so i'll start with the freak <laughs> um so as we talked about at the very beginning of this episode with everything that's going on in the world People are trying their best to do the right thing and say the right thing and be good allies, but sometimes you miss the mark. Well, Rena kicked it off by like dragging Trump and like this or that, da 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 da, and then all of a sudden we get a lone rogue, a rogue tweet that says, All lives matter. And if you've been paying attention for the past three or so years since. The Black Lives Matter movement really started by the name Black Lives Matter, you would know that you don't say all lives matter. Well, so there's two ways to say it. You're saying it as like a rebuttal to Black Lives Matter, and that's what people like are taking offense to. Mm -hmm. She doesn't like even understand what's going on, and I feel like I think the grandfather of the woman who was killed at the thing said something like all I like an all lives matter thing in a just like the same sort of not confrontational way but like just saying like oh like every like we love everyone like love 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 like the got like the thing gaga's doing like kindness and all this shit so i uh, yeah but i in my brain if like you don't know yeah. how to talk about things then you should just be shut up and <laughs> also like if you haven't been paying attention this much yeah like to what's going on, and you start saying things, like, don't be surprised when people are like... Yeah. So everyone came for Rena. Yeah, and she deleted it, and she tweeted, OMG, I had no idea. I am deleting that tweet. I think there is a... Uh, she's the freak because of the first tweet, and also because she had no idea. Like, come yeah. on. Yeah, I mean, the, that's the thing, is like, you're... You really just don't know what's going on. Exactly. So... Oh, Rena. We, like, Alex had this fan... Was it you or Alex who had the fan fiction of, like, Rena's plotline this season, like, finding out who the Trump supporters are and, like, calling them out? <laughs> was that not you? <laughs> I think it was probably Alex. Uh, so, yeah. Rena, let's do better next time. Yeah, and if you need some tips, we can point you in the right direction of people you can talk to. So the queen, or should I say queens... The five queens... Five. I'm You're purposely kidding. leaving one out. <laughs> Don't. This is this is a family effort. This, they're all trying here. The ladies of the Real House of Real Housewives of Dallas. <laughs> you are bringing it, and we are excited. This is going to be a beautiful season. We hope it's a beautiful season. You have to put the positive thoughts out there <laughs> in, into the hemisphere, the atmosphere. <laughs> 
Yeah. Great. We're rooting for you, ladies. You're doing amazing, sweetie. You're doing amazing, sweetie. That's it this week. Yeah. So thank you for listening. Um, if you haven't already subscribed, make sure you subscribe. Um, leave us a review. Um, give us five stars. Is it five stars? Yeah, five stars. Yeah, two thumbs up. A thumbs up. Um, yeah. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Follow Dan at IDKIDK. Follow me at not Brendan. Give us a call if you would like to. 717-47-FREAK. Tweet at Leanne Locken and tell her to bring me to watch Rappin's Live this year. And tell her she's doing amazing, sweetie. Yes. And that's it. So like, comment, subscribe, heart share, retweet. Love us, love us. Please retweet. See you next week. Bye. Bye. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.